If you're at least 30 years old, do you need a supervisor? That's what we're talking about next on the Driving with Rob podcast. But before we get into the episode today, I'd like for you to do me a favor. Click on like, share it on Facebook, share it on Twitter, wherever it is you share stuff. And if you'd like to hear more episodes of the podcast, click on subscribe, click on follow, whatever it is your uh, particular podcast player lets you do. And that way you'll never miss an episode. Okay, we're back in the truck today. And today I just started thinking about this. I don't know why I started thinking about it. I started thinking about supervisors and good supervisors and what makes a good supervisor. But then I got to thinking, do grown people really need supervisors? Well, then I started thinking about what are grown people. You like to think that a 30-year-old person is a grown-up person. By the time you're 30 years old, you should be able to make your own decisions. You should be responsible enough to make good decisions. You may need help. You may need advice. And maybe that's where the supervisor should come in. But at 30 years old, you don't really need somebody looking over your shoulder. In the U.S. Constitution... It says that a person must be at least 35 years old before they can run for president. You cannot be inaugurated as president if you're under 35 years old. And I think that was a good idea that the framers of the Constitution put that in there. Because you want somebody who's at least a grown-up to be president of the United States. Well, you have to be at least 30 to be a senator. You have to be at least 25 to be a congressman in the House of Representatives. So at least 200 and some odd years ago, the framers of the Constitution at least believed that by 25 years old, you're old enough to be a U.S. congressman or congresswoman. And everybody knows that there are some really mature 21-year-olds and some really immature 35-year-olds. It kind of depends on the person. But at bare minimum, you have to be 25 years old to be a congressman, 30 years old to be a senator, 35 years old to be president of the United States. Because you like to believe by a certain age, you should be able to make logical grown-up decisions. Not everybody can. Most people, by the time they're 30 years old, I believe, no longer need a supervisor. But unless you're self-employed, you probably have one. And here's the thing about supervisors. In my opinion, in my experience, most supervisors did not become supervisor based on their ability to supervise. Do you understand what I'm saying? Most people become supervisor based on their number of years with the company, their loyalty to the company, their reliability, or they did a lot of favors for the person who picks supervisors. They did a lot of work for or a lot of favors for the person who actually hands out the promotions. That's usually the people that become supervisor. And that's why it's very, very rare to have a good supervisor. 
if you have a really good supervisor, it's probably luck of the draw. You just got lucky to have a good supervisor. Because let's be honest, most supervisors have no idea what they're doing. Most supervisors can't supervise people. They really can't. The best supervisor I ever had, and I'll go ahead and name names, the best supervisor I ever had was a guy named Jack King. Absolutely the best supervisor ever. The second best supervisor I ever had, who was the first best supervisor I ever had before Jack, was a guy named Carl Maccabee. Both of these guys, excellent supervisors. And what made them excellent supervisors was their hands-off approach. Nobody, I don't care who you are, nobody works better with somebody standing over their shoulder watching them. Nobody. But to get most supervisors to understand this is nearly impossible. They feel like that it is their job to watch you and make sure you're doing the job correctly. And as a result, they end up micromanaging you. And we all know what it feels like to be micromanaged. If you're being micromanaged, you have a bad supervisor. But the two best supervisors I ever had, Carl and Jack, both of these men had done my job before they became supervisor. So they knew what my job consisted of. They knew what my particular task within the company was, and they trusted me to do it. What a good supervisor should do is line up the work and say, okay, here's the task at hand. Here's what needs to happen. Here's what we need to do. If there's anything you need, if you need material, if you need help, let me know and I'll get it for you. But then they would leave and let you do it. And they trusted you as a grown, rational, logical thinking person who was hired to do a job because you know how to do the job. And they let you do it. So as a result, in my career, these two guys were the best supervisors I've ever had. Which takes me back to, if you're at least 30 years old, do you even need a supervisor? The manager or the big boss could send you a memo or a list of things that need to be done. And he should be able to trust you to do it. If you're at least 30 years old and you were hired to do a job because you know how to do that job. But I wonder sometimes if we don't have a phenomenon going on right now with the zero to 30 year old generation. And maybe it's because I'm an old man. I'm in my 50s. Maybe it's because I remember how irresponsible I was and I see the generation coming along today are less responsible than I was. But you see, a hundred years ago, even earlier than that, at the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, and for thousands of years leading up to that, if you were big enough and strong enough to do an adult's job, you were expected to do it. By the time you hit puberty, and speaking as a male, by the time you were 13, 14 years old, most males are big enough and strong enough to work like a man. And during the Industrial Revolution, this was before child labor laws, before labor unions got involved. It was not unusual for a kid to go to school long enough to learn to read and write 
And once they had the physical size and the strength and endurance to do a grown-up's job, they were expected to go to work in the factory. And especially in the South in textile mills, little kids, prepubescent kids, 8, 10 years old, were working in a cotton mill around dangerous machinery and working long hours for very little pay before the labor unions and the child labor laws. You had 12-year-old kids working eight-hour days, 12-hour days, maybe even 16-hour days. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. That's just the way it was. But back then, 100 years ago, 100-plus years ago, I think kids matured faster. They had to, especially the Depression-era kids. Papa told me he was driving a truck when he was 12 years old. Once he was tall enough to reach the pedals and strong enough to steer it and shift the gears, he was driving a truck. And a lot of kids didn't drop out of high school to go to work 100 years ago. They dropped out of elementary school because every penny coming into the family helped, especially during the Depression. But as a result of kids entering the adult world at such a young age, by the time they were 18 years old, they were fully equipped to be on their own, to be married and start having kids and well on their way to building the rest of their life. And during the 60s, one of the big protest movements that went on was if I'm 18 years old and I'm old enough to fight for my country, I'm old enough to be drafted into the military, then I'm old enough to vote. Because up until then, you had to be 21 years old to vote. But there again, years and years ago, an 18-year-old was fully equipped to start their adult life. And nowadays, you've got 25, 30-year-olds who are either afraid to enter the adult world or just simply don't know how. And you've got some 25, 30-year-olds who are completely ill-equipped to enter their adult life. And maybe it's my perspective, maybe it's me misreading it, but I really think that 100 years ago, people matured a lot faster, mentally, emotionally matured a lot faster because they had no other choice. But kids today have a choice. They don't have to go to work if they don't want to. They can live in mom and dad's basement till they inherit the house. But to bring it back to the topic of today, if you're 30 years old, do you really need a supervisor? And I fully believe that by the time you're 30 years old, you are fully capable of making adult decisions. And you don't need somebody, especially somebody who doesn't know how to do your job, telling you how to do your job and looking over your shoulder to make sure that you get the job done. And most supervisors became supervisor as a favor or as a gift from a manager who had the power to give it to them. The vast majority of supervisors weren't promoted to supervisor because of their leadership skills. And I firmly believe that by the time you're 30, if you're old enough to run for the U.S. Senate, you're old enough to do your job and to go to work without adult supervision. And that's the podcast for today. Give me a like, leave me a comment, subscribe, follow, and you'll never miss an episode. 
Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye now.